Hello and welcome. This must be episode two of season three. How you doing, Trev Bev? <laughs> Hello, mate. I'm very well, actually. Um, I am, yeah, feeling good. Life's good. It's Saturday. We are, um, we're chilling in my office, aren't we? We are. We it's are... lovely. It's all right, isn't it, Phil? Do you want to describe it? For the yeah, well, I'm sitting on Honestly. what can be described as like a modern chaise lounge, and I feel like I might have a therapy session. It's kind of a really lovely, well, relaxing, electronic, musical, well-lit homage to music and West Ham. Oh, and family. Yeah, it's, cheers. Yeah, it's name. lovely. In case my wife listens. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, thanks, man. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a nice... It's a bit of an added bonus, this room. I do kind of wonder whether... I have to put some photos on uh, Facebook so people know what we're talking about. But, yeah, I do wonder, as the kids get older, with four of them, this room will... It's just too big, really, for my... For me, for forever. But I'm going to enjoy it yep. at last. And, like I say, we've got a nice sort of chilled vibe here. So, um, yeah, man, we're here on, um, like you say, series... I think it might be four now, but I don't know. Is it really? I think it might be four, but we can double check that. But yeah, episode two of the new series. And um, you will know now that um, the uh, first episode is out. We recorded that uh, via Zoom um, last week. That was Um, good. It was good fun, wasn't it? Yeah, I was alone, travelling, solo traveller. So it was nice to check in with me old pal Phil. And um, we had a good chat about all sorts of things, but mainly our sort of plans and ideas for uh, the future, didn't we, Phil? We did. We did. Yeah, it was... It's good. So, yeah, so subsequently, I mean, since then, uh, we'll have a little catch-up first, shall we? Like, we've had a few things going on. Um, I I was very lucky to go to Seville, which was nice. I had a lovely, well, it was amazing, really. I had a lovely break. And then since then, um, West Ham went through to the uh, next round of the Europa League. So, um, yeah, so that's very exciting. So maybe, fingers crossed, booking a little trip to France in the near future. And I think we'll come on to a bit later on. When we talk about well-being, I think the importance of trying to get away from your, you know, where you live is, is always quite important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, that's been my kind of thing. That's what's sort of happening. And in between that, starting a new job in a local school in Ashford, which um, is quite nice at the moment because it's early days. And because, um, yeah, I think, you know, I think another thing about well-being is you kind of do need a purpose to, yeah. to keep you going. Otherwise, I think certainly with men more, but probably with both sexes, I guess, or all sexes, it's not just two, Trev, come on. Um, you know, like you will just slip into playing PlayStation in your boxer shorts quite yeah. Quickly, yeah, yeah not you? you just do. I think absolutely. Um, I was having the, the same conversation this week. Uh, we've booked our holiday camping trip, ten days, New Forest, and it's just like we we've gone for this. Will be our second year. It's like hitting the reset button. Mm. That whole, I mean, camping, love it or loathe it. You know, if it's your thing, it's your thing. If it isn't, it isn't. But when you're just there and you're kind of under the stars and we're all pretty much going to bed at the same time because that's when the light goes and we're all up relatively early. I'm quite an early riser. So I, I, I tend to get up before anybody else in the tent. I go out and make myself a little coffee and I sit there and take the morning kind of mist and the morning smells and just kind of get that. But I love it. And we, we've booked that and uh, hoping that Quinn can come along to the, and the days match up with that. And, and we're all going to go along, just, just kind of, yeah, hit that reset button. When's that? It is second week of August. 
Nice. I mean, yeah, you, in, in Britain, in you know, New Forest, beautiful part of the world. Um, and yeah, I think at that time of the year, you, you, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. And I think, you know, it sort of raises the question about, you know, modern life and sort of, like you say, you know, you, you're not you're not watching a clock, are you? I've no. got sent an interesting thing by my mate on Instagram today. It said, um, "Don't worry about putting your clocks forward or back because time isn't real." <laughs> yeah. like, that's a good point because I mean we do you're so reliant on that, but when like you say, I mean, I guess you're going really kind of au naturel on those yeah. breaks, aren't you? I mean, literally, your my body clock gets so used to the working week. That even at the weekend, when 12 o'clock comes and I know it's lunchtime, I've got to have something to eat. Or, you know, I wake up, I don't set my alarm at the weekend, but I'm still up at the time that I normally wake up because your body clock gets into it. After 10 days of being away, and we don't have, we purposely don't have an electric point. So the only time we get to charge phones for 10 minutes is if we go out in the car somewhere, pop off to Bewley or Southampton or wherever. So we charge the, the phones then. So there's no electrics. There's nothing, nice. which is which is really lovely. Um, so time becomes irrelevant, and it, that's that's the beauty of it. You eat when you're hungry, and you know you just get up and let's go for a walk. It's, it was just just amazing. Natural yeah. natural living, I think, is is quite key, isn't it, to sort of um, to well being and having that sort of connection with nature, which is um, which is difficult in the, in our urban lives, isn't it? If yep. you're busy and you're doing that sort of stuff, so I'm pleased, mate, that you're going to get away and get that sort of um, get that reconnection. I felt very much that that happened um, for me because obviously going away, I went away for a few days uh, on my own, um, and and it was you know. It, I didn't really notice it. I thought I'd be a bit like anxious and say she was like, that's my wife. She was like, you're going to struggle more than me. And I was like, well, that's probably true. <laughs> but to be fair, <laughs> like it was actually quite nice, you know, and like people, you know, might think, oh, but you got up to this stuff. I really, really didn't. I just like had some nice late tapas and a couple of glasses yep. of wine and kept it very sedate. And, um, and um, yeah, no, it's good because it kind of, uh, the pressures of, um, like you say, of the clock, of work, of family, you know obviously we all love our families but um you know they can be can be uh tiring you know at times so having that little break i think is um is really useful for all of us man so yeah. so it's it's a positive thing you wanted um yeah you're thinking about like well-being a little bit weren't you? yeah well i mean we spoke last um last episode about our weight loss journey really and how we're, we're both doing really well on it yeah. you're looking really trim you're looking we're, beautiful too phil thanks um but we're doing lots of sport and and things like that and and i've just kind of really thrown myself into it. i'm loving badminton loving squash play a lot with quinn a lot with you i've been going to the gym and about three weeks ago i, I think i hit my peak i did about 13 hours of sport in one week amazing, and i and i felt amazing i felt really good and then it was like this switch inside my body just went, you need food. You need food. Eat food. And I didn't go, oh, I'm going to have an apple and a banana and let that go down. I went, I'm going to have pizza and I'm going to have chips or crisps or chocolate. And I, and it just didn't stop. And, I, and I've kind of beaten myself up over the last week that I've not been as regimented and as strict and as good as I have been. And this morning, I, I've had a bit of a cold over the last couple of days. And this morning I got up and I was just like, right, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do my thumbnails. I'll come on to that in a second. I'm going to have a shower. I'm going to, you know, color my beard a bit because I'm of that age where I need to color it. So I've colored my beard a bit. And 
and I, I I went for my shower and I got out and the beard was looking better. I had some really good um kind of female rock voices singing in the background. I just I've got a playlist and just amazing. Um and and I kind of put a bit of oil in the beard and put some sprays on and I combed my hair and I was just like, yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna give myself today. I don't care that my stomach might stick out the bottom of my t-shirt as I stretch or that my jeans have got to go one notch looser today just to get me. I don't care. I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to give myself this day of just being what I want to be. So I've put bangles on my wrists. If you, I, I'll let you have a smell of me in a second because I, I think I'm smelling all right. Although my nose wouldn't let me know so I might smell awful because I just sprayed loads of it on Coming me. Over. Okay. Yeah, man, you do smell. Something. Is, that, is that like one of the Calvin Klein's? Like a do you know? Do you know what it is? It links. You know yeah. the body spray things. They do this smaller can of like a more of an aftershave sort of thing. So I just have a couple of sprays on that on the neck, and and, and it just and I just thought I feel good. I feel really good. And I went and saw my niece um, and spent about an hour and a half with her just before I came here because mm. she's illustrating the book. So we were drawing all the characters together and she's colouring it in and she's chatting to me and she's drawn she's drawn all the different variations of the characters oh, yeah. that I need. It was just absolutely brilliant. And I, and I just feel really great. And then I come over and see you and you and I are just kind of fantastic. We get on really, really well and it just yeah. works and it makes me feel even more confident. Yeah. So I'm just kind of, I just thought I'm going to give myself Saturday. Yeah. I was feeling a bit low, but you know, I don't care. Well, look, I don't care that my hair's scraped back and I've got a bit of an Essex facelift going on. Mate, you look, mate, honestly, <laughs> I've got to be honest, right? Phil came in, I said this off air. Like, he looks beautiful. He looks like a sort of, um, like I say, Sons of Anarchy type biker truck. We ha- we'll take a selfie. We must do this. We never, we're, yeah. We say we're going to do this stuff. We'll take some photos of the room. We'll take the selfie, selfies of us, and put it up. But yeah, you mate, you are looking good. And I think, you know, I've, do you know what? I've always found this. It's been interesting things about out to people. But like, whenever I'm a bit chunkier, chicks like that i mean i only say chicks because that's my like that's my market like you know it could be dudes could be whatever whatever you want you know but for me like in that situation i've always found that i don't know why that is man so like yeah i think we put personal pressure on ourselves to look this way and i'm exactly the same but last night i was tired because obviously i went to football came back at midnight but i had to take my daughter to school at 6 30 in the morning um so she was obviously knackered as well, but got back after work, full day of work, and I had to stay because I went early for the football the day before. I felt bad, so I stayed late on Friday. And um, so, yeah, t- the new range opened in Ashford. Very yeah. exciting for Ashford yep. residents. And not only that, it's got a, an Iceland in it, which is mad. It has, yeah. And, and Iceland now, like in when I grew up, I don't know about you, but I was a bit like, oh, Iceland. But now, mate, you've got Cathedral City, the cheese, it's got a whole like range. So you've got melted cheese bites you've got cathedral city pizzas you've got mate you name it they've got really 100 percent, mate chiquitos yeah got a section in there so you can get all that stuff rainbow rice burritos cheese sauce with jalapenos in it tj friday's got a set mate it goes on and on and on like and honestly it's just it's like if you rather than go takeaway and spend 30 yep. 40 quid or whatever it is like you can go there and probably spend 12 15 quid and have an absolute baby so we did the same thing we did yeah tasha was like oh, i can't be asked tonight i want a pizza so she had like a tj friday's pizza or something and i had um oh, i've had ribs and stuff but yeah but cut a long story short like i think you have to have those moments where your mental well-being has to take precedence over everything because yep. if the brain's not right then it can't you can't function properly exactly and like say on the journey feel like you having a week or however long it is kind of just doing your thing 
is nothing in comparison to the long-term weight loss journey that you're on. So, exactly. And yeah. if it means my head gets to the right place, I've got to do it. I've got to love myself. Yeah. And no one can love me more than I've got to love myself for something to happen. Um, right, mate. So, yeah. It's, and, 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 yeah, like I said, I think, I think um, the work that we put in is good. And I think, yeah, I think I suppose the message is you need to you need to listen to yourself. I think for me, it's been hard. I think like part of the four months of not working has been really good for me to understand a bit more about myself. And it does sound weird for a 41-year-old man to say, basically, I didn't really know. I'm still not entirely sure what it is that makes me happy, but it's a balance of certain things. And I think I do feel good when I wake up in the morning and I go, oh, I didn't drink and I ate well. But, that doesn't mean that if I get those urges on certain days, occasionally, twice a week or once a week, whatever it is, you know, you've got to fulfil them because we are human creatures. Yep. I think, you know, the more the older I get, the more I think it's um, it, it's moderation in everything. You know? Yeah. I mean, for me, I find if I drink heavily for, and I've talk, probably talked about this in the podcast before, but if I talk he- drink heavily for a prolonged period of time, like four or five days, um, it, it it completely damages my self-esteem and my anxiety goes through the roof. So I've had to learn that over time. Yep. It might be different for other people, they might not have that, but I think you've got to find your own triggers and, and sort of learn what it is that um, that you need when you need it. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. But yeah, so we're um, so yeah, it's good that, and you're having now an evening, what do you want to tell people about this? Are you going to talk about your thumbnails first? Okay, yeah, well, the thumbnails, I, I've been doing a bit of kind of, really trying to get my my book the big blue blob yes. that i'm that izzy is um illustrating for me i'm really trying to get it going so today i sat there with and i'm no artist at all so any illustrators listening put your fingers in your ears for the moment and just don't listen or contact phil and do oh, his illustrations yeah. <laughs> that would be great um so what i did was i drew some kind of rectangles um to mimic the pages of the book uh, on, on and I've drawn with pencil what's going to happen the story all the the text is done it. storyboarding it exactly and I've just kind of put them in this this sort of frame and I've got the picture I sent it to you in a second I might even put it on um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah on on social media when we release these um, so people can see what we're talking about and and just kind of the story of of how Blue gets to where he wants to go to um, and uh, yeah and it just it was just brilliant I, I did the thumbnails and they're, they're kind of very very dodgy drawings uh, and then I thought right well I'm, I messaged Fizz and went um you know uh, my brother and sister-in-law were having friends over but they cancelled at the last minute so I was like well if you're not doing anything I'll pop down they were decorating the bedroom so it's just Fizz and myself at the dining room table I was like right I need to draw this what about this uh, what, uh, what what can we do for this what can we do and she's just sitting there she's got felt tip pens behind her ear and colouring pencils out of her like mouth and she's kind of oh can you sharpen that for me Uncle Phil can you do this you? it was just brilliant and she's come up with loads and loads of different designs so that we can change what the characters do throughout the book it's brilliant love that man and it's sort of in creative flow with someone that you uh, obviously deeply care about which is a really yeah. nice thing and I think the creative process is so important to like that sort of mental health aspect as well making sure that you are doing something that you feel is purposeful yeah worthwhile isn't it like um it's lovely to travel around and, and see different places that for me I think is probably if someone had to say you know if someone said to you what is your you know if you could have you know money wasn't an object 
don't worry about World War Three and the impending, you know, implosion of the world. Like, if you what you, you wanted to do, what what do you reckon that thing would be? What, do, you, do you have any idea? Like, what your main purpose would be in this life? What would you do for enjoyment if you could? Kind of thing. I, um, as a job to kind of. Or, or just yeah, how money. I would. Let's money so, don't exist. So, like, yeah, you can do whatever. You know. I really like the idea of being out in nature during different weathers, different seasons, mm. going for walks. So, walking the mountains, I really like to do this year um, the three peaks if I can nice. get it. So, I'd like to do, that, do three peaks in two days, um, and I'd love to do that because I love the walking side of things. But I just last summer. Um, Viv, her, uh, I think it was her youngest, myself and Fizz, my niece, we went out and we collected pots of sloes and plums and, and all sorts that were just wild growing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, damsons, we, we had some of those. Um, and we it was just lovely the sun was on our back mm. i remember putting the kids on my shoulders so they could reach the higher up slows and plums um and we got literally buckets of them and we took them home washed them and we've turned them into damson gin damson vodka yeah. slow gin slow vodka uh, and and we just had a really lovely time doing it and I think to myself, actually, that would be amazing. You know, walking through woods, walking from field to field, just going to... And it, I reckon you could probably lose a year in Kent alone yeah. on the different walks, the different places, different churches. You see a church in the distance, like Merzham. When I stand in Merzham, there's a lovely walk and you can see Aldington Church in the distance. Yeah, and you go, yeah. oh, I'm going to walk over. So we walked over to it and you just walk around the church and then you walk back and it's lovely. And, you know... It, you get back, you've burnt some calories, you're feeling a little bit hungry, um, you're enjoying, so you have a barbecue or whatever, yeah, and it's yeah. just a really lovely day. And I think that sort of day yeah. would be yeah. amazing. So like exploration, but yeah, it's kind of like family, isn't it? Like yeah. Just, keep, just keeping it very simple. And like, I think that, yeah, it's part of it, isn't it? I think simplicity is the key. So I always say, like, if you look out to sea and there's nothing there, like people love that. It's always like a positive thing because there's nothing in your peripheral vision. Yep. And so it's like completely uplifting because I think so many times like in our lives, we're like, got information, information, information. And actually when you're out doing something like that nature walk and so on, you're not, like you say, you leave the phones, don't you? You're yep. not interested in like what's going on in where, wherever. You know, it's just a case of being with the people you're with and being kind of present, isn't it? And yeah. We've become very good at not being present. Absolutely. It's about making memories. Yeah. And every time Queen comes over, I make sure that we have the opportunity to make the best memories, you know, yeah. and it doesn't always happen. But with Quinn, three of the most amazing things have happened to me. And I've probably spoken to the, uh, on the poddy ab uh, about this before, but we saw a shooting star. We went to the yeah. forest three years ago and we saw that shooting star. It's the most unbelievable shooting star in the world ever. Um, you know, and we've had, and then most recent one was we went to see the new Spider-Man movie. I won't give too much away, but when certain bits happened, 
literally Smiling. when the whole place just erupted there were people screaming and yelling and shouting oh, yeah. and and Quinn was out of his chair and he's like jumping it was just amazing and and having those sorts of opportunities that you have that you can make with those you know, the walks out that when you went you sent a couple of photos when you were in Seville and you just sent pictures of of the sea of the coast and it was just beautiful and I, and I know I said you could spend a year in Kent but actually, yeah. I'd love to do Scotland. Yeah. I'd love to do Wales. I'd love to do Ireland. Everyone that comes back from Ireland says, "Oh my, you got to go to Ireland. Uh, yeah. The green is just the grass, rather, is just so green and lush." And and I, you know, walking in in Spain and walking in France and walk and just kind of going out. Bulgaria. I've never been to Bulgaria. I've heard of it. Uh, I think to myself, I reckon that'd be a really nice place to go and walk. We're going in the summer, mate. So I'll give you. I'll let you know. I'll give you a heads up. But, Super. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, in Spain, I did um, in three days. I did over forty kilometers uh, walking. So that was good. And um, yeah, there's nothing for me like sort of seeing it. Um, yeah, think, see, I, if I my choice for travel would be yeah walking or um, or probably train. I think basically because you can just relax and yeah. take it in, can't you? And yep. there's no real stresses and no real pressures. So um, that was that. You know that is really lovely. It was interesting. It's reminded me like the guy from the streets, Mike Skinner. He um, they did this video for the Escapist, which is like an old song of theirs, but brilliant. And they um, brilliant song, great video, and they um try to walk all the way through France and the video is just him just every single shot is him just walking away like past the camera sort of out to there and like it ends on the beach like I think if you look if you like watch the video and then you go he starts in Dover and then like he goes over in the ferry and that but I don't think he fully made it because it's like that's a mad bit of yeah, France yeah. Is huge right? yeah so um but he did a lot of it and stuff and you just think that's such a lovely way if yeah. time and money weren't an issue like to spend your time just like yep. getting around taking things in being on a level you know what i mean trying local cuisine mm. i've always wanted to, it sounds really 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 crazy but i i'd like to eat mexican food in mexico yeah i'd like to eat kind of chinese food in china because you know that's not to disrespect any kind of local tex-mex or chinese takeaway type places but you know if you go to somewhere it's like going to bordeaux yeah. And drinking red wine, you yeah. know, from one of the local vineyards, and yeah. and it just you kind of like you're in the moment. It just it infinitely makes that wine taste better. It makes the food taste better. I love it. I love that idea of it. Yeah. It's a bit like the allotment. You know, nothing tastes as good as the food that my dad grows on his allotment because it's just cleaner, yeah. it's fresher, it's nicer. It's but it probably doesn't. It's in your head, but it's just the fact that it's there and you've grown it. And you've Quinn always goes over to my dad's allotment, and my dad's got a great big raspberry bush. Mm. And and Quinn and Fizz just sit there and eat the raspberries straight off it. It's nice, man. It's a nice place to live, isn't it? It's funny. I'll really say that. I went to, when I went to, obviously. Went to Seville and I, it was oranges all over on the tree. So I thought, I'll pick one of these oranges. It's on the floor. Because obviously, if it's on the floor, it's got to be right. Yep. No. <laughs> so I took it, I ate it. I was like, oh, it's well sour. And the guy said, like, oh, this is, it's not even sunny yet. And I was like, oh, I didn't think that. But yeah, I know you're generally yeah. you're saying it's a psychological thing about experiencing, you know, it's authenticity, isn't it? It's having something that's real. Yeah. Sort of, that's gen- genuinely, um, 
I think that's the thing. It's, it's like connection of stuff, isn't it? And I think you can know it's a gen, you know, our connection, our friendship is genuine. Yeah. And there's like, you know, things like that where you, you don't necessarily, you know, you might be pals with other people, but you don't get the same kind of thing. And it's like, I don't know, like it's you need to have that as, as a human. And I think a lot of depression and stuff comes from people who for whatever reason, can't find that connection in things. You know, it's interesting, like, because obviously you're doing the, the your, your book. I'm um, I'm looking, because I, I can't be, I can't do another Charlie Stone at the moment because I just don't, don't particularly want to. <laughs> so um, I, I want to write this book about um, uh, just just really uh, people's experiences, but it's going to be quite dark, like, um, and it might be five sort of different stories, but um, concentrating on, you know, the effects that, like, human behaviour can have on the individual. And it's like, you know, there's so many stories nowadays about, um, it's not just men, but obviously men are a focus, aren't they, of a certain age, you know, our age, who just, um, you know, can't handle it. And, I, you know, you can see, like, how that that happens. And one of the stories is about that, you know, about how, you know, you can go from being in a happy relationship, kids around, duh, 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 to then falling down the spiral. And I think... I think the older you get, you know, the more you realise you've got to be a bit more kind of um, aware of what you're doing and what you're saying and how you're behaving because the slightest thing for any individual, the slightest comment can make a massive difference, you know. And Absolutely. Like, I mean, I, 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 honestly, like, I'm a bit better now. I'm not much better, but I'm a bit better. But in the sense that if someone said something negative to me, like about my weight or something like that, it would crush me for days. Yep. Like absolutely days. And like I wouldn't say I'd go, Oh yeah, thanks. You know, just kind of get on with life. Like but underneath the surface, you know, I was um I was very sad. And I think, you know, the culture in Britain very much so and I'm I'm not I'm part of this as well, is that, you know, if we're sad, if we're happy, we generally tend to use alcohol to kind of Yep. And that ultimately, you know, makes it makes it worse in the long run because it affects the self esteem and stuff more. So yeah, no, I just think it's um yeah, it's um I've got my point really, but ultimately, yeah, I think you know we need to be a bit, a bit careful, look after each other, you know, and just think about what we do, think about what we say, and um yeah, I can't remember what you're talking about. Well, no, I mean following from exactly what you were saying, I often I've spoken to you about it. I listened to the um. Oh, the menu podcast. I can't think what it's Not called. No, no, it's the other one with Ed Gamble and James Acaster. Oh yeah, okay, I can't. Okay. It's something to do with the menu. They they do that, but the comedian they had on, um, he was saying that you know there's one guy in Barnstable or whatever who put a comment on his Twitter who was like, oh, this is crap. And he said, and I took that. He said, there are hundreds of people saying all these lovely things about the show. Um, he said, but this one comment is the one that stuck with me. And he said, yeah. even now I'm on a yeah. podcast weeks, 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 weeks later. Yeah. Moaning about this guy in Barnstable. You probably did. It was like nothing to me. It was just like, oh yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 said, but yeah. it, it really hurts my core. He said, I don't even know who the guy is. And no. I think this is possibly some of my best work, you know. But yeah. it's just, and it is these throwaway comments that yeah. people say. I never forget when I went into teaching, the first head teacher I ever worked for once told me, because I started to look for other jobs at this point. I was going for jobs. And he, he walked in and he went, no, you're not very good at interviews. Oh, really? And I was like, 
I, do you know what? I thought I wasn't very good. I, I, and now I, I just, I am terrible it's in interviews. It's giving you a stigma. Yeah. Then, it? like I just feel I can't do interviews. I can't do that. I'm going to be really bad at it. And I think the only reason I got the job that I'm doing for KCC now is because I wasn't 100% sure that it was an interview. So it was just like an informal yeah. chat sort of thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, no, 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 no. And I was just really myself. Yeah. And it was kind of unconditionally offered. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I think you've got to find, yeah, but that's the thing, any little thing like that, it, off menu by the way. Off is, menu, that's one, thank you, and sorry to the boys. Yeah, no, if you're interested, have a little listen, cause it's, um, yeah, it's good stuff, but I think, yeah, it's, um, yeah, the little things that people people can say, like, is, you know, it's, it's vitally important we keep things on a level, I guess, isn't it, you know, and try and, try and support everyone, you don't see what people are going through, do you? No, exactly. You're super confident, people look like... You know, life's great. Um, it's like I said to you the other day. You know, like I'm not sending people photos or putting things on there to kind of go, oh look at me, because that's sometimes what Instagram has yep. become like. Yeah, that culture of sort of, you know, likes. You know, kind of was sort of took two or three years ago about how we should get rid of likes. I think the same thing about reviews. Like, you know, it's not really. It's like the whole review thing. Like that's mad. Like because you, you know, you're going to go through this because obviously you're going to release a book. Yeah. And hopefully there won't be any bad reviews. But if there is a bad review, um, and I'm very lucky now. Like such, I'll probably happen. I'm going to get loads start tonight now. But like I, my more recent <laughs> books don't get bad reviews. Like I've got like yeah. you know they, they've got better and better and better. Um, as I think I've got better. I hope. But um, yeah, Sunny Sands did because it, I because essentially I sold it as a police procedural. But there are certain things about police procedurals that that police procedural fans want and if anything's not accurate like as in they're totally on point with what a policeman or woman will do then um then police procedural people slag it off it's like, <laughs> yeah okay, but is it good like do you enjoy it it's like no but i can't see past the fact that this might not have actually happened therefore i don't care whether the story's good or i'm engaged or interested you know so it's that kind of thing where you think oh right, okay man fair enough so then i took it away from police procedural thing i just did it as a um working on his own sort of thing as an investigator to save that hassle but I had to kind of change the whole vibe of everything I was yeah. doing because I got bad reviews about it and um, and it, yeah it really really did affect me to the point where you know many times I've gone I can't be asked to do this anymore yeah. like, I can't I literally and I just wonder what the world would be like if we took out all that stuff and actually if you posted something on Instagram and you weren't doing it for likes or for a review five star review whatever maybe the stuff you post might be more real, might be more accurate. It might yep. not be you looking sexy in front of like a you, obviously. Yeah. You look sexy in front of a, you know, in front of a car, you know, legs, legs akimbo and all that. Uh, but yeah, that's what it's like though, isn't it? Like you yep. get on these reels and stuff and like people, I do like it, you know, because there's some stuff. I like the naturey stuff on Instagram reels with like cool music. It's like yep. you do get some cool, like quite inspiring stuff. But when it's just like chicks or dudes like flexing, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's yep. just a bit like, I don't know what, what's this about. Like, what, yeah. what am I doing for my life, man? Like, this is just crazy, yeah. isn't it? And, well, the, the the big thing is, and there was a comedian who, um, I, I saw him performing, and he just said, you know, if you don't like this, turn it off. Yeah. Turn the volume down. Leave the show. Yeah. Sorry you paid your 25 quid to come and see me or whatever, but hey how you win some, you lose some. Yeah. If you don't yeah. like it, go. And like you say, reviews really are such a faceless sort of way to have a go at someone yeah i just think you know if you're that bothered by it don't leave a review write a book of your own yeah yeah absolutely. <laughs> put yeah, yourself yeah, exactly, out there exactly exactly and uh, yeah I've, I've always found that a very um a strange a strange medium because do 
I'm not sure I care what um what what other people think about a certain book, you know, because there's certain things on there. There's some really really like amazing pieces of literature, like historical ones that have got like three and a half stars. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. It's like you know, and and everything's subjective in the world, isn't it? Everything. Like one, uh, yeah. one person's experience is not another person's experience. So I think, yeah, I don't know. It's um something to be aware of, and um, I think certainly with the um. With the idea of what we're talking about with regards to kind of um, keeping your mental health and your well-being on point, you've got to do your art for you and you've got to kind of know that you're good with it. Do you know what yep. I mean? And like, yep. I'm now in a position where I think I've got a group of people who read my books who really will like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, because they're kind of into it now. But in the first first bit, you know, first part, first couple, you've got to make sure that you you can, like, live with it. Because if once you've done a book, it's out there. You know what I mean? It's there. It's, yeah. It's, and it's like, you know, sometimes I listen to my music on, um, on uh, Spotify and I think, ah, oh, what happens if I listen to this and I think it's absolutely dreadful? Um... But I think I went through that bit and I go, no, I get it. I get it. I get why I did it and I get why I'm happy with, and I'm happy with it. It's fine. So I think having that own, you know, it takes a long time to get to that place, I think. But um, but if you can be happy with your own stuff, then that's the best thing. And then actually the haters, you just got to shrug your shoulders at because I think it says more about them. But it's a, yeah, it's a funny old, um, funny old world where we can kind of um, just, just kind of, sort of really destroy it. It's like the Twitter atmosphere, isn't it? There's a real yep. sort of um, destructive element to that. And um, yeah, but by the same token, we're all still on it, aren't we? You know, yep. You're on Facebook now. What's your status currently, Phil? Are you, um, you, you off it, on it? No, I'm, I'm on it. I'm, yeah. I don't use it. I use it for Messenger occasionally. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a couple of contacts on there that I, I have contact with, um, like relatives up north and things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I kind of, I, I don't go on, uh, I use Strava more than anything else. Yeah. And I told you about that last yeah. week. We are friends. I looked already. That's why you haven't seen Um But yeah, I mean, Instagram and, and Facebook, um, I have both the apps I rarely use. Um, obviously, the only time I really do it is when we're promoting stuff stuff yeah. yeah that's that's kind of it um and i've got what's that yellow one with the face snapchat snapchat yeah. and the only reason i've got that is because fizz uses my brother's phone and she sends me all the filtered things and i feel look at me as this and the, and it's just and that's the only kind of yeah, correspondence yeah. i've had on snapchat nah. um that's not for me. I think we. I don't know. I'm too old for that. Yeah. I, I, oh, and TikTok. Oh, I like. I've TikTok. just got into TikTok. You. You kind of said you've got something on there, yeah. so I kind of follow you and and like your videos. Um, Thanks. Yeah, and I uh, appreciate that. Yeah, it's all right. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I quite like. I, it's quite funny. I do That's find it. some funny things on there, and I, I, stuff that I I tend to send to. In fact, I've got my mum and dad on TikTok. Really? Yeah, they both got TikTok just so I can send them. They they don't ever go on there, but if they see I've sent them a message where I tend to send them a reel or whatever, yeah. they go on and they watch it. And we've discovered a couple of funny comedians, and yeah. you know, just some things that are really funny that. Yeah, and it just gives them like a little bit of a morning boost. They watch it and they go, oh, that was really good. And, and it just yeah. 
cheers you up a bit. That, mate, I think that is the best one, isn't it, now? Because if you, like, yeah, I think Instagram for me, I can't be asked if Twitter, I get some information from football related, but on the whole, it's full of people who seem to just want to argue with each other. That's my experience of it. Facebook's like, is good for me to sell my books and stuff, but ultimately, yeah, it's a bit, I think the community stuff on Facebook's great. Like, I think if you're using it to kind of, yeah, be in the Folkestone residence groups or this or the Ash for this, you know, and that's that's a nice thing. But yeah, man, TikTok's kind of come in and blown it out of the water because it's yep. funny. Like and people yep. are doing some funny stuff, and you can like really. And I, I do look at it, but again, you I get. I don't know if it's just me, but like I look at it and go, oh, I can't be that funny. <laughs> These people are so funny, like, and I know I'm not that funny. But um, yeah, no, like it's all yeah, it's all it's all good. I guess that 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 sort of TikTok stuff is. Too. But I think once you find yourself sort of. And I don't really do this. Like people talk to me about like YouTube rabbit holes. Do you ever get you know, lost down them? Yeah, I don't because no. I I try I try not to. But I have done it in the past when I um, maybe about four years ago when I had much more time on my hands. You start off and you watch a video. And then it takes you to somewhere else, and it takes you somewhere else, and it takes you somewhere else. And all of a sudden, you're watching like the 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 sort of Alice in Wonderland. This is what it was really about, sort of thing. Yeah. But it's better to take some sort of acid trip before you watch this video, so you can understand where we're coming from. And you're just like, I, I went on to listen to, you know, a song from the Beatles or whatever. Yeah, you know, where? How am I now, here? Now I'm here. Is yeah. 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 It does go a bit, uh, um, a bit bonkers like that. So yeah, no, I think you're quite mindful, aren't you, of not making sure you don't go down. Well, I try, I try, yeah. but I have to say, talking of not necessarily wormholes, but the hook of social media. Yeah. <laughs> my evening tonight is based completely on the Th- Thor versus Eddie, oh, yes. and this is I, I, I've always been a strong man fan. It's kind of like a New Year tradition for you know i used to do it with with my dad and my brother we used to watch it and and i've watched it with my kids um and and now i'm kind of watching it on my own because nobody else wants to watch it with me but i mean i i've been there with the kind of jeff capes days and, yeah, and things like that and i you John know Haystacks. Giant, he, he was wrestling i think i don't oh, think he did so strong man um but yeah it was it was that sort of thing and of course eddie Hall. Um, I followed for years and years, and um, 2017 he won Strongman. He, you know, he, I followed 2015, 2016, watching him get there. It was really, really good. Um, and and then, of course, 2017 there was a bit of hoo ha and a bit of um, a lot of things that people were saying happened and didn't happen and should have happened and didn't happen and and everything else. Um, and Eddie Hall. Um, didn't get the appreciation from Thor that he should have had because it's it's general sportsmanship, really, is what what I've seen. And and there were sour grapes there, I think, because Thor came second on this particular one, and then went on to win it. I think possibly two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. But Eddie Hall retired. He's gone on to do fantastic things. He does um, Eddie versus America, like a man versus food type thing, and he okay. goes and eats these big things. Um, and they they kind of the media, the social media thing. They've just really got at each other, and Eddie Hall will say something, and Thor will retaliate, and then wow. it's kind of been building up and building up. And I don't know. I think, and I'm sure somebody will correct me, but I think Thor offered 
to have a boxing match with Eddie Hall, but then retracted. And then Eddie Hall came and went, no, I think it's a really good idea. Let's do oh, it. Wow. Let's yeah. do it. Let's kind of do this and do that. And it built up and built up. And then um, Eddie Hall had a bicep injury. Um, it, it, it ripped and there's video footage of it it was horrible so we had to have that operated on um but yeah it's now tonight it's happening tonight this fight yeah, yeah. and because i think it's an unofficial boxing match they can't put it on terrestrial tv or anything like that so you can stream it and i've been following it and it it is it's just brilliant there's well, a lot of anger i've got a lot of questions phil yeah yeah, How yeah, are yeah. These people? Um, Eddie Hall, I think, is early. I think they're both early thirties. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, it's going to be decent. Right, it should be. What, what? So, it's not. It's going to be either streamed what, what through Facebook or YouTube. Or um, no, I think it's Sergi TV. S E G I dot TV. I think oh. is what you. Can, I, I don't quote me on that, but it's no. there. But it's all. It's everywhere. If you type it in. Um, How long's the fight? I think it's six, either five or six two-minute rounds. Okay, so yeah, intense. Yeah, intense. so it won't, it you know, but it's, it's just fantastic. But their body transformations have been incredible. Mm. Um, I will... Uh, I'm excited, man. I'm yeah. excited for you. So you're, so you're going to stay in and watch that. And I think it's nice, isn't it? You've got, it's like you've kind of got... Who do you want to win? Oh, Eddie Hall. I mean, I love Thor. Uh, and I, I think he played a character called The Mountain in Game of Thrones or something like oh, that. Yeah. So he's quite, he's there or thereabouts. But Eddie Hall is, I mean, firstly, he's obviously British. So you got to back your own corner. Um, yeah. But I've, I've watched documentaries, like his documentary about becoming a professional strongman, really, and, mm. and the struggles that he had and, and everything else. And, and actually... There's strongman is on TV every year and has been since I can remember. So we're going back to the eighties. Yeah, it's always like a New Year tradition sort of thing, and yet it doesn't get the airplay and the coverage that you know all the other sports get, whether it be boxing or snooker or these sorts of things. And I think it really should have. And he he worked really hard to get sponsorship and everything else for what he does. Um, and yeah, and it's it's kind of. I put him on the same sort of spectrum as Tyson Fury, not because of their size or because of their stature or, or their social media sort of things, but they both go through the hardships of life and they've put it on there um, and they put themselves out there and, and being very open and, and honest. Um, and, and I love that in a, you know, and you see um, <laughs> there's one part in the, um, documentary that I watched with uh, with Eddie and he's shopping and he's like I have to eat something ridiculous like between eight and twelve thousand calories a day and I was like I'm with you I'm with you I could be a strong man <laughs> and it, I have to eat these kind of cheesecakes just to get the calorie I, I can do that Ed I can do that can. and uh, the synergy's there it man. is and, this. and I kind of watched him and, and he had the struggles of getting into like a car you know someone someone goes oh, I'll give you a lift to work and you go oh thanks that's amazing and they turn up with like a, a mini or a fiesta or something and I'm like oh crap I gotta get in that and he has these sorts of these issues and it for me it was like a an awakening of I'm a big guy. I know I've got broad shoulders. I know I'm carrying a lot of weight and things like that. But you know, there are other people out there that have this same issue, and yeah. it and it helped my confidence watching yeah. watching this documentary. And it was really, really, really lovely. And and he talks about you know because at his heaviest, and I'll show you some pictures of him. I mean, he was a big guy, 
And the person that's interviewing talks about, you know, bedrooms department and things like that and he's like when i'm at my heaviest and i'm at my biggest he said i struggle to do certain things because because of the sheer size um and and he's like you know but there's ways around it and and bless his wife was there and she got really embarrassed talking about it and but it was kind of it it just opened up that whole world of i know where you're coming from sort of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just it was just brilliant and i um and i appreciate what he did to get to where he's gone you know, or yeah. to what he's gone through to get to where he, he is. Um, and yeah, and I, I think it's going to be great. I mean, it's either going to be really rubbish and it's going to be one punch and someone's down yeah. because they are both absolute Goliaths. Um, or it's going to go the six rounds and there'll be another rematch. And, yeah. and you could just, I mean, it's almost writing itself. But that's good. That's, but it's yeah. entertainment, isn't it? It's, it's, it um, is. It's all entertainment, really. And, and uh, yeah, and I love it. It's yeah. It's, it's, it makes it. I find it so interesting. Like it's a couple of things in there that you said that I really like. It's like sort of. I think it's it's not really been um, pushed because it's not everything nowadays with sport unless you can monetize it unless it's incredibly, um, you know, popular and like say football for instance or boxing or whatever where you know it creates a lot of revenue. They don't really push it, do they? No. Which is a shame, isn't it? No. Because you lose out on so much other stuff. And like cricket's demising, isn't it? Yeah. And like I think. Um, a lot of other things, rugby, I can't hardly ever watch any of the Premiership rugby anymore. It's just gone to BT and yep. stuff. And even, um, I don't know, the Six Nations still has appeal and stuff, but I don't know if it's got the same as it, as it used to. And yeah, it's a real shame that, isn't it? I think that whole kind of, um, you know, we miss out on this sort of stuff. And like you say, the personalities and the stuff that they've gone yep. through, which is really quite interesting, isn't it? We get these sort of sanitised footballers. But it raises an interesting point about what's happening at Chelsea, doesn't it? Because I think oh, that, absolutely. That, that's like, you know, and I, I'm a bit torn about what's going on there. Like, pretty much 99% of West Ham fans are like, sod them. <laughs> like, they made their money. Yeah. Part yeah. of me thinking, I don't know, man, if that was my club, I'd be, uh, I'd be a bit panicky. It's not nice. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's only really massively newsworthy because people thought that, you know, Premier League football was untouchable, you know. But, yeah. But they've kind of, they've kind of put, their, um, put their foot down on that. Yeah, I've got to show you. I know the viewers can't see this, but we'll put these on there. This is Eddie Hall's body transformation. So that's him at Strongman, right? And then that's him now, ready for his fight. Jeez. I know. And Thor is just as equally as impressive when you look at what they look like to where they are now. I mean, so just I know, I know, they are absolute. Bohemians, they really are just massive. I'm probably going to go see the Batman tonight, mate. So you're going to have to tell me on the podcast next week what what the hell happened. I will do. Um, but you saw the Batman, didn't you? I uh, did. What are your thoughts? Be honest. Um, I really liked it, and I'm not going to talk about the movie itself, but I will compare because what I really like is the comparison between original sort of comics because I quite mm. like comics. Um. My brother has written comics and things like that. He's, <clears throat> he's really great. But Batman was always a detective. Mm. And DC stands for Detective Comics. So oh. it is that it's that sort of thing. And he kind of doesn't really refer to himself as Batman. He refers to himself as Vengeance. Mm. Um, and it is that kind of detectiveness. It's a bit, with the Riddler, it's solving riddles it's, it's doing these sorts of things and working out it is and and it really shows batman for the 
masked vigilante detective that he is rather than the masked vigilante sort of thing. Oh, oh that's good. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it is authentic. really good. Is he scary? Um, no. Could Skylar watch it? Come on, this one's my bit. Well, see, I... It's it is a fifteen. It's rated a fifteen. Um, but would I? The Joker. Did you see Joker with? Um, he, no, the one after oh. that with um, Joaquin Phoenix. But what the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Oh my days! I'll have to let oh, you. Oh, the film. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm a bit of a mad one there. Hundred percent saying that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So. That to me is a real kind of psychological, yes, that's the, the demons yeah, and and that sort, of, and it is really dark. And I love that movie for that reason because it paints the Joker in the picture of actually he's not this kind of psychopathic killer that everybody thinks yeah. he is, and and Batman and over the years has painted him to be. It is about kicking a man when he's down. Yeah, he's abused. He's it, mentally ill, isn't Absolutely. He? Yeah, yeah. And, and when that... And I just thought that was incredible. And, and to me, that changed cinematic kind of opinions on the villain and why the villain is classed as the villain. Yes. Because really, he wasn't the villain. No. I know he did some horrific things. But actually, with the guys that he kills on the train, yeah. he did it out of protection for A, himself, but be because they would be in balance yeah. to that woman that's on there and that happens on a daily basis that sort of you know picking on bullying that sort of thing happens yeah. and we don't go as far as shooting them and things like that yeah. thank god but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um but you just kind of put that and i think coming back to this it's not that dark kind of it's that that edgy side of, i mean it is that the fight scenes are I would say kind of 10 punches more than they need to be. You know, you hit someone and they go down and that's it. That's how you kind of get over the violence in movies. But this Batman's literally got an ax to grind and and there's one point where he hits someone and he's just like hitting and hitting. You think, oh, he's done him. And he's going, it's the, it's, you've just hit the nail right in the head. It's the brutality of it rather than the psychological side that the Joker had. So, Something, and I, I kind of think about Quinn, who's, what, 14. Yeah. Would I let Quinn watch The Joker? Probably not. Would I let him watch The Batman? Yeah, I probably would. Um, because it's not that kind of, it's not the mental side of yes. pushing yes. someone down. It's that the kind of brutality that you get what you deserve sort of thing. Which I guess yeah. is, they both are, but yeah, that's... It's an interesting point, isn't it? Because it's like, yeah, that's what I've read on like Mumster and stuff. Because like I was just trying to work out what... Um, you know, because Scarlett, Scarlett's Marvel. She's like the hardcore Marvel. At, at, um, at Good girl. House. Yeah, and like, so when I first suggested Batman, she was like, well, it's DC. I said, yeah, no. She's like, I can't watch it. <laughs> of course you can. Said, no, no, I really can't. So we've got to a point now where she really wants to watch it. Um, and she's kind of accepted that she can coexist with DC in the world. Yeah. But, but, um, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like the sort of punches and blood and all that sort of stuff, I think she doesn't care about. Like I think she's seen Squid Games because everyone was like, oh, Squid Games is fine. And you watch Squid Games, you're like, jeez Louise, this is intense. Like, yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I think we want to protect our kids more from the kind of, uh, sort of that sick abuse thing, isn't it? You know, like that kind of, you know, he's really like the Joker. Like when he goes, he just wants his dad to love him, doesn't he? Yeah. That's ultimately all it really down to yep. and um, 
Yeah, he doesn't, and and so you know that's that, that sort of thing for a child isn't cool, is it? Like, exactly. Think, but like seeing some silly punches and stuff, I think yeah, we can cope with a bit more. But um, but yeah, man. Well, that's my night. It's gonna be uh, be amazing. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. We don't often care. Oh, you. make sure you have a wee before you start, because oh, it's, it's a long movie. Jeez, is it? Yeah. It and at the end, there's about four scenes that you think it's going to finish now, but it doesn't. There's another one. And and then and yeah, well, it goes on. It, well, I went to watch it with my my. I, in fact, my brother and myself took my mum and dad because um, it was a, a bit of a treat for them. That's nice. And they probably wouldn't have gone otherwise. No. So we took mum and dad, and I sat next to my brother, and there was it was kind of like the second to last scene, and he he actually went. Oh, because he was yeah, bursting for a wee, <laughs> and he didn't want to go, and it was just like, oh, God, I'm going to. It's like when, um, what was it, Lord of the Rings, the third one, Return of the King, yeah. came out to cinema, and it was like, oh, my God, like, will this film ever end? But like, every scene is so long and drawn out. Great film, though, great film. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, um, but I know what you mean. So, yeah, man, I think, you know, let's leave things on a positive note. I think um, the world is good, like, despite all the um, bad stuff that's happening. And I think we need to focus not on the bad stuff. Like, we need to try and focus on what's happening in our lives. And um, try and, like, like Phil says, the small positive things that are happening on a daily basis. The sun is shining. You know, there's a lot of good in the world. You know, people want to love other people and want to do right things a majority of the time. So I think let's kind of focus on that aspect. You know, someone said to me recently that 50 years ago, we wouldn't know about this war, you know, and it would be sort of news that kind of filtered down very slowly, but it wouldn't be so, you know, effective. And I know a few people who are going over there and delivering stuff, you know, taking time out of their day. And don't get me wrong, that is unbelievably amazing and all that sort of stuff but i think it's you know when stuff starts to affect your mental health we've got our own problems to worry about you know with the rising gas bills petrol yeah. being about a million pounds you know it's like there's a lot going on and i think you've got to take time for just make sure we're all right as yeah. individuals and as collective i just had something pop into my head take a moment this week to make a memory yeah man love that yeah and on that note i mean honestly West Ham Seville, like, and it's little things, isn't it? Like you know that game on um, Thursday night for me and my daughter was such a bonding moment. Yeah, it was interesting because she went through like three or four different emotions on the night. Like, so when we, she was tired, she hadn't been um, home, so we went straight up to London. I took her around London Bridge, and my dad used to go to take me, and um, then we went to Canary Wharf to meet a few people. Then we went to the stadium, and then it finished late because of extra time, so she was quite emotional. So like. At the, at the ground, sort of like loving, like, love this, dad, so brilliant, we do this, West Ham. Then in the end, the train, they didn't sort the trains out, I didn't realise 66,000 people would be coming out at that time, and um, not enough trains, it was ram-a-lam-a-dam-a-dam-a-jammed. Yep. And so she had a bit of a panic attack on the train, so she's crying and all that, and I'm like, right! So literally, pushed myself back, like, again, like, so giving her space, and so I had to kind of talk her down and say, right, in 10 minutes, we're going to be in Ebb's fleet, doors going to open, Loads of people are going to get off. It's going to be nice and cool. It's going to be nice and chilled. And 15 minutes, we're going to be in Ashford. Da, da, da. You know, and like, she eventually kind of got herself down and sort of that sort of thing. But it was an interesting metaphor. I thought about it quite a lot, like the sort of wavy kind of roller coaster that that night was for her and for me. And, um, you know, that's life, isn't it? In the microcosm, yep. you know, because we're up now at the moment, you and me, I think we're both feeling quite good, feeling quite yep. positive, life's sweet. But something will happen, wouldn't it? Something yep. will happen, you know, and then it will all go 
<laughs> and it might happen in half an hour. It might happen on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. But um, enjoy the good times. The bad times will come, but it's how we manage them. And like you say, um, make a memory this week. Yeah, I love brilliant. That. Right, we've been Phil and Trev. Um, you've been amazing. You've been beautiful. <laughs> and um, we will, we will see you in the future. Hundred percent. Love you. Love you loads. Bye.